Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Episode 185 of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan. Today we are joined by my guest, Maggie Kitch. Maggie specializes in providing astrological insights to high-performing entrepreneurs in order to create strategies that magnify their actions by cosmic proportions. She also works with families and individuals to foster deeper understanding and unconditional love. She helps moms, especially because let's face it, us moms are the CEO of the house. You do not have to be an entrepreneur or business owner to enjoy this episode. She gives lots of insights. I actually had a session with Maggie and she did my chart. So we talk about the charts, what it means, what it brings, how you can bring it into your business, when to post on social media, when to launch a program. And then we also tie it in and talk about being a parent and a mom and working with astrology and our signs to help support our kids. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Please go to my show notes. Find where you can learn more about Maggie, where you can follow her. Her website is www.trilogyholistics.com. Again, go to my show notes, click on the links for her website, for Instagram, where you can find me. If you enjoyed this episode, please go leave a five-star rating, review, share it with someone else you might think will enjoy it, and post on social media in your stories and tag Maggie and myself. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled listeners. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan, and today we are joined by my guest, Maggie Kitch. She has been on before, I think it was either first or second season, and I'm really excited to have her back. Thank you for coming on again, Maggie. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me back again. It has been, I feel like, I feel like if you would have told those versions of ourselves, like how things would change over the course of time, we'd be like, I know. (laughs) I know. We're different people. (laughs) I know. And I recently just had a session with Maggie and she did my charts and that's, I wanted to have her on. It was so amazing. It was just talking about everything, like using the stars and the planets for family life, like my kids and also business. And it just fascinates me. And I really want to talk more about this. But first, um, a refresher, or if I have new listeners, can you talk about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Um, So my name is Maggie. I am an astrologer. I'm a massage therapist. I'm a yoga teacher. But astrology really is my favorite favorite of all my favorites. Um, I got into it kind of during the, I've always been into it first of all, but I really started like studying and learning um, during the lockdown part of 2021, because we can do virtual yoga, we can do virtual a lot of things. I can't really do virtual massage though. And um, 
also just at that point, I was, I was feeling burned out. I was feeling like I couldn't, I couldn't really help anyone because yeah, you can come see me every week or every three weeks or four weeks for a massage. But if you're not making changes, there's not really Mm -hmm. that much. I can actually do for you. So I was frustrated and astrology to me looked like number one, a way I could help people and connect people with people from a distance, but also a way that I could empower people and um, give them opportunities to like make changes in their life. And then, then they can start to see different results. And it's really just blossomed from there. Um, I no longer have my studio in Indiana. I live in Florida. i I don't know if you can see the video, but there's palm trees everywhere. Beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And I do a lot of Does that even like. (laughs) Say it again. Oh, sorry. You can finish. (laughs) You can finish. um, But I live, I live in uh, Southwest Florida. It's beautiful. I do a lot of massage, but I do my astrology business has really taken off. And that was my, that was my whole dream of coming down here was to find a way to to really run with astrology. And um, I've been working with uh, like high powered, high functioning, high, highly driven entrepreneurs and kind of using the what's going on in the cosmos to help make strategic decision, um, which is also great. Like I kind of think moms are entrepreneurs as well. Like I, I talk about mm-hmm. astrology and entrepreneurs a lot, but moms have like, whether you have your own business, like you're manager of the household. So that's kind of a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But I was going to say, Oh, I see the sunshine. (laughs) Have you noticed like a mood shift from Indiana to Florida, Um, like more sunny? (laughs) I'm so so much happier, Nikki. Like it really, it's crazy. And it just, it feels like summer all year long. My boyfriend and I talk about it. I'm like, we get to see all the colors. We get to be outside right now. It's like 60 something it feels a little chilly to me but like when I if I put myself out in the sun oh my gosh I'm warm right away it makes a big difference I know (laughs) it's nice yeah this morning it was 19 degrees here when I I leave to teach 5 a.m yoga I was like oh my gosh (laughs) back to bed (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe Um, it I know so the session we had you gave me the chart and it had like each month right and then it had um like when when would be the best time for me to post social media launch a program or a course can you talk about that how you use you know astrology with that absolutely um so I want to start off by saying lots of great leaders over time have used astrologers to help them make decisions um I've been kind of on this kick of reading books from astrologers that worked for notable people like Ronald and Nancy Reagan used an astrologer during their president like the reign in office oh wow cool Lady Diana had an astrologer. And so how these people are using astrologers to help them in their business or help them be a better leader is we can look at the sky and see like what themes are standing out. So when I looked at your chart, um, I look for a couple of things. One of the things I look for um, is the midheaven. Now, if you're if you don't know any astrology at all, that's totally fine. 
Um, when I look at your natal chart, which is a snapshot of the sky the moment you were born, I look to see what sign is occupying the very top point of the chart. This has a lot to do with like your public image and how people are more likely to view you just from from a public kind of a perspective. So if if you know you're operating in your business in a way that isn't really cohesive with that, then as people look at you, as people see your social media, as they like take in the information that you are that you're spreading, something's going to feel incongruent and the receivers of that information mm -hmm. are going to quite understand like what it is. They're just going to, it's not going to feel authentic. It's not going to feel congruent. And so right then you're losing potential clients right off the bat. So that's one of the first things that I look at. Um, I can't remember quite what, what sign yours was in, but for example, I've got a yeah. client whose midheaven is in Leo. Now she's a Gemini. So she has a lot of energy. She's very good with words, very good with language, very good with gathering and sharing information, but she really thrives on a stage. She really thrives being the ringleader, the ringmaster, the person that, that we all sit and watch perform in front of us. And so what we do with that, we're working on getting her opportunities to get on stages and to speak in front of people and to get up into this position where it feels very authentic for her to be on stage, to be leading people from that. And from there, like things really just blossom. She started getting more, um, she does human design. She started getting a lot more human mm -hmm. design clients. She started getting people out of the woodwork that wanted to work and collaborate with her. And then she gets to like stand on many stages and it just spreads. It's it spreads like wildfire. So that's one of the first, one of the first things I look at. The midheaven in your chart isn't going to change. So that's one of the consistent, it's not like Jupiter which today is in Taurus and in May will be in Gemini. It's it's we can always look to where the midheaven was in your natal chart to get ideas about how you show up online or how you show up in your business. This is also really great for like high schoolers that don't really know Ooh. what the next step is. I know. Yeah, I, I want to hear that. When I was a teenager <laughs> in high school, my parents paid all this money for this standardized test that it was like 500 questions. And it was to tell me like what I would excel in. And it, this doesn't take 500 minutes worth of answering <laughs> questions. You know, it's as simple. I look at your yeah. chart. We get a sense of, first of all, is it air, earth, fire, water? What element is it? We can gain a lot just from that alone. So that's a really good way to um, to work with someone just right out of the gate and see if what they're doing is cohesive with what's going on in the top part of their chart. Um, another way that I like to look at the sky and just see what's where things are today, because where things are today, like Jupiter and Mars and Venus and the moon are in different mm -hmm. places than they were when I was born. So um, we have, all these planets have different cycles and they all represent different things. So if you're looking for inspiration on when to launch a project, um, I look to the moon. That's the first thing. If I'm going to put something out there for people to consume, if I'm going to put something out there for people to buy or receive in any way, I want to do it when the energy's on an upswing. 
I want to do it when people have a little mm-hmm. bit of momentum just naturally. So I, and for myself, but also for my clients, I really encourage people to, if you're putting something out there that you want to grow, to put it out there around the new moon when the energy is at this low point and we start to really build up over the two weeks. And um, I'm in a business group with with some women and it's happened so many times that they won't look at where the moon is and they'll launch something and they're like, what? <laughs> Why is this stalling? Why is this not? No one is seeing yeah. what's happening out there. And we we reframe it, we we rework it, and they they launch it when the energy is kind of at a natural building point, and it'll just it'll be a complete difference. They'll get more eyes on it, more mm-hmm. reactions, more responses, and it's it's just really cool. So that's a good kind of in it. How simple is that? I mean, we obviously I can't yeah. look at know where the moon is right now but at nighttime it's fairly easy to look out the window and note mm-hmm. whether the moon is like really big and full and bright or if you don't even see a moon um and of course there's yeah a lot of so it is better go oh, ahead sorry. we have like a delay <laughs> um so it's better to launch something the new moon and not the full moon yes because okay the, the that's interesting moon, yeah, the full moon is a culmination point. It's a peak. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I mean, I'm not saying that if you launch something on a full moon, it's just going to fall off and <laughs> hit the ground. Yeah. But it's already like <laughs> everything's already built up. There's not really much room to like to get any bigger or get any brighter. So I always try, yeah, in the first week or week and a half around a new moon, that's when I really like to put things mm-hmm. up there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's really interesting. You said about um, high schoolers because I have a 16 year old and last night, literally she was saying, I don't know what to major in in college. I'm like, okay, first of all, you're in 10th grade. It's okay. And she's like, no, all my friends know. I don't know what to do. And like just getting all upset and panicky. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, send me a oh, I'll tell you what her mid heaven is. <laughs> I will. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, um, so, and also on my chart, I know you had, um, July, you said July was my, um, good point to launch, relaunch my, my course that failed in November. <laughs> um, but then I'm trying to think of the other things we touched on and talked about with it. Um, we did, well, how can, so how can we tie it in then for moms? Would you use our sign or our kids or a combination of ours and our kids? So when I work, I actually just made an astrology keepsake book for a mom with a new baby, brand new, like three weeks old. And so we did an analysis of the mom's chart and analysis of the baby's chart. And you really kind of want both because mm-hmm. when you look at your chart, you get an understanding of what your operating system is. Are you a person that approaches things with curiosity? Are you a person a person that approaches things with um, like structure and like, no, there's one way to do it. We're going to do it this way. So if you know how you operate, yeah. then you can you can witness your child operating and start to get a sense of where there's differences and where there's common ground. And then we move out of this territory of wanting everyone and expecting everyone around us to just be the way we are. And we can, we can see them truly for who they are. And to me, 
that is so much more loving and it's it's so much it's so much easier because <laughs> we're not getting frustrated mm-hmm. that you know my mom doesn't have the same communication style as I do I can look at her my mom loves to talk she she has to talk in order to sort through her emotions I am not I am not that way and for a long time I'm like yeah what the hell like what why do this is pointless you're not there's no productivity with what you're saying but that is truly how she processes she's not gonna mm-hmm. process, she keeps it inside so we can learn um we can also learn how our children, our parents, our friends, our siblings, whatever, their learning style by looking at their chart. And some children need a lot of repetition. And it's a lot of times like those kids are a little bit slower to learn to read. They're a little bit slower just in general in some of those more formative grades. And to the, anyone outside, it might look like they just don't care. It might not, it might look like mm-hmm. they um they're like you know being problematic on purpose and it's it's really just like do better with repetition and that's all that it is so um looking at that is just gosh if you can understand someone then you can love them and I that's kind of the goal (laughs) Um, oh I love that yeah um Um, so I know go ahead oh what were we gonna say Oh, I was just going to say, um, I know there is the solar eclipse coming up in April, April 8th. I don't know. I know. So in Cleveland, we are ground zero total totality. Um, is there any significance with this, with astrology, like total solar eclipses? It's huge. It's a big, it's a BFD. <laughs> <laughs> um so there's a lot going on in april a whole lot is happening there was an eclipse in october um Mm -hmm. of last year i was in texas i got to see i was in the line of the eclipse so i got to see it but what eclipses do they bring this really like spontaneous beginning and ending kind of energy so it can feel we call it the eclipse vortex because everything feels really fast everything feels kind of unpredictable and um when in the october eclipse there was some mars and pluto configurations going on mars and pluto together plus all of that vortex energy all of that speed all of that unpredictability there was a lot of violence that happened in October. There was a lot, like if you remember yeah. the headlines, it was not yeah. good. And I'm not saying that this mm-hmm. is going to be the same. I really don't think it is, but mm-hmm. I think it's a closing, a closing piece to that chapter that started in October. So I'm going to be very curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an opportunity to travel in April and I said, no, thank you. I I kind of want to just be home and I'm not like, I don't, I'm not afraid of astrology and I really don't think anyone Mm -hmm. should, but like that eclipse is happening. It's closing the one that started in October. Um, There's a lot of Mars configurations. There is a comet that only happens every 70 something years whizzing by uh, very close to when the eclipse is happening. And, um, I just, I think it's going to be kind of a big month. I think that there's going to be a lot Mm -hmm. of big headlines. I think that there's just going to be a lot going on. So 
Um, I think everyone should be curious <laughs> about April. Yeah, okay. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Are there any books you recommend if someone wants to get into astrology or a book that you are just, you're reading right now and you're loving it? Yeah. Um, let me see. I just read... I'm, I was so hooked on the astrologers that worked for the Reagans and for Lady Diana. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend those because it gives you an opportunity to see what all is possible with astrology without needing to necessarily understand all of the minute details. I think they make good stories. Yeah. Like it's just so interesting. Um, to read about Ronald Reagan and to read about Lady Diana and kind of get an astrologer's point of view. Um, the one uh, by, about the Reagans was called What Does Joan Say? Um, the astrologer's name was Joan Quigley. And then uh, the one about Lady Diana was, I think, With Love From Die, With Love From Die. Um, and those are great. And then if you want to learn more about astrology, um, there's one that I thought was really helpful and it was, it's written by Penny Thornton, who is Lady Di's astrologer. It's called astrology in the workplace. And that, I think you could take that and apply it to your home. Like it doesn't need to be a work setting. I think you could get that book yeah. and then you would be able to think about your family members from that kind of a perspective. And I love it. It provides a lot of common ground. So in my family, there is, there's a lot of fire signs. There's a lot of energy that is like kind of loud and big and spark. Like it's just, it's big. I'm a water sign, mm -hmm. very opposite of what I feel comfortable with. Um, and so <laughs> this book, Astrology in the Workplace, gives you like, all right, if you're a water sign working with air, earth, fire, like here's how you deal with them. Here's how you find common ground. Here's what the differences are. And it really just helps you to understand. So Astrology in the Workplace, I think, is a great one. I like that. Um, so I'm a fire sign. So I'm, I'm Sagittarius, but I'm very introvert. Like mm. I don't yeah <laughs> um I'm bringing up your chart right now Nikki I got okay <laughs> you do have a lot of my fire. youngest has said yeah I do I have a lot of fire you have a you have a Sagittarius stellium so you have your sun Mercury Neptune mm -hmm. and Mars all in the most private place in your entire chart so that that can be introverted, that can be um, stimulated, mm -hmm. that can be sensitive. Like just yes. you're a fire sign doesn't mean that you walk out and you just blaze people over. That's funny. I'm so overstimulated, like sounds I cannot stand. I have such a good sense of smell. Like ever, all my senses are so heightened. It's mm. weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so where can people find you so um I don't do a whole bunch on Instagram right now that might change mm -hmm. um I have a website I have a Patreon page too mm -hmm. where 
Um, there's a couple different tiers and I provide astrological information. There's monthly calls if you want in certain groups. Um, so that's a really good way to, to like, keep going with some of this stuff without like just booking. Yeah. Um, I do work with a couple people on a monthly basis where, you know, it's more of a strategy thing where we look at the month ahead, we look at their goals, we look at the astrology and we kind of lay it all out. So they can take action that is like their actions are just magnified by cosmic proportions mm-hmm. because you're working with the flow of things instead of fighting against everything. Um I'm releasing a podcast in March called Celestial Curiosities with other oh. girls. So really excited for that. Too. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave all of this in the show notes too. So um, yeah, they could find you. They could work with you. We could listen to your podcast. Oh, you have a planner too that that's you right. made. Yeah, I have your planner. I don't yeah. have it with me, but yeah, that's, I love that too. I hope you have on it um, astrology, feng shui, and then emotional wellness and wellness, like all, yeah, month to month. Yes. And that all, yeah, that's all exciting. It all changes with the themes going on in the sky. So that's really one of the reasons that I love astrology is that even if you don't believe in it, all of the themes that it covers, all of the themes and seasons of the year are really worth thinking about. And so, gosh, there's a lot to do if you're a living, breathing person, especially a mom or especially an entrepreneur or just mm-hmm. like, just a person. So to have little yeah. reminders of like, okay, I'm going to think a little bit more about boundaries or, okay, I'm going to think a little bit more about my private and home life. Then we have a system that covers all the bases and we don't have to miss anything. We don't have to bulldoze over anything. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was so nice to connect with you again. You too. Thank you so much.